<laughs> matches never mind <laughs> we're not going there I, I promise i promise i wasn't gonna do it i was just matt, trying to matt uh, matt so uh, you probably already heard a little bit of a different sound it's because matt is in a his new studio setup yeah baby which is means um what matt what does that mean that means i moved apartments and so did you move like 10 miles away to a better new school district? Did you get, you know, finally give up and go out to the burbs of New Jersey? Did you, have you settled down? Are you ready to start sowing your seeds or wh- what's the deal, Matt? I moved a block and a half down <laughs> to a much bigger apartment. Hell yeah, you Much did. bigger. Like the New Yorker you are. Just waited yeah, out, waited it out, waited out that one really sick spot. Oh yeah, dude. And like uh, I mean, I've shown you the video. It's yeah, pretty it's nice. nice. It's pretty nice. I know it's you've got nice. I know you've got one significant issue with it. I do. <laughs> no window in the bedroom. It's a lot. It's a very New York thing. Very New York thing, but also it's 940 square feet and has seven closets. So like. So like you can have 14 roommates. <laughs> I could, but I won't. I got two roommates. You have two? And one of them is oh, tiny. Bruce. Yeah. One of them's tiny. Doesn't take up a whole lot of space. The other and one. shits outside, which is really sh- easy. Yeah, dude. Shits and pisses outside. He's a good kid. I like him. The other it, roommate, a little more problematic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you signed up for that. Um, sink. It's episode 50, everybody. Episode 5-0. You've been with us for a long time, Tom Hilbin. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, by the way, he wrote us. Oh, he did? Yeah. Let me pull Fuck. it up. I missed it. Um. He, he it was on he he didn't do it the way he was supposed to do it. He wrote to us on Facebook, Aww. but you know we'll take Aww, it. Me. It was something along the lines of just like he like a check in with the last episode. He agreed with us on on marriage that it's uh you know we shouldn't be um, so willy nilly with it. Which by the way, I've been wanting to pick this bone with you. I don't yeah. think I don't think you said that like. Gen Z or the young millennials are all psychos in the way that they consider marriage. I was thinking about it. You, you, you were talking about that one girl, that one woman who was like, well, my first marriage will be the big one. My second oh, wedding will be. And that's like, no, that was an example. Lunatic. That wasn't like a whole. That's, that's one lunatic. That's not a, that doesn't speak for generation. No, that wasn't Z. like a whole generational thing. That was like. Mm. I've been watching a lot of Jiminy Glick clips from like 1999. <laughs> it's more of like a yuppies kids kind of look at it, like kids of divorce. That's true. I, I'm I'm a I'm I've a heard yuppies child, and I don't believe in that. Yeah, but also you're not a child of divorce. Hmm, that's a bit of a stretch. My dad's a I child heard- of divorce. I've heard that mentality from multiple, in this scenario, it was multiple women in the corporate world had that same, like, yeah, I figured I'm going to get married at least two or three times. Well, those are lunatics. (laughs) You're not wrong. Anyway, thanks for writing us. 
Thanks for writing us, Tom Hilbin. Sorry I didn't pull it up in time in order to hit record. I can't find it. I don't understand. This is why you got to send it to the email, people. You got to send it to the <laughs> Matt on Matt podcast at gmail.com. That's us. That's where you're going to find us. Because there's like 12 emails in that inbox, and I can find anything immediately. Yeah, super easy. Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, Facebook, I have to wade through all the anti-masking to get yeah. to your post. I have to I have to get through all of the flame wars from the Two Bears, One Cave forum about <laughs> where everybody fucking hates me because like I said Tom Segura is a bad friend. Tom Segura, these fucking Tom stands can go get fucking bent, okay? So for people Bert, who don't know, Bert, Tom, Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer are very two pretty two comedians that we like a lot and oh yeah um i would i would even argue that our show is a lot like their show except that they are famous um we were first and we were here first first and (laughs) foremost um but i'm uh, definitely bert i guess i'm tom i mean i don't think we're no we're matt and matt buddy don't fucking don't sell yourself short You are not Bert. You don't wipe your hand with your finger or wipe your asshole with your finger. This is true. I just meant in this relationship, you're more like Tom. Maybe. Yeah. A little more shy. A little more guarded. I'm a little more like, hey, buddy, how you doing? (laughs) But anyway, so like yesterday, yesterday's episode of Two Bears, One Cave, Tom, Bert wasn't in town. So Tom pulled in Bert's wife and just played clips of Bert talking about his wife in a not nice way, talking about how they had sex, talking about all the nasty shit he does when she's not around. And like, I get that the, those episodes are out there and she could go listen if she wanted to, but she hadn't. Yeah. She didn't want to know. And the whole time she's just kind of laughing and shaking her head and just like, yeah, I know he's crazy. Bert's fucking crazy. I get it. But it's just like, dude, what is your problem? What if I did that with Andrea? What if I was just like, hey, Andrea, here's all the shit Matt does. <laughs> Tom's a maniacal piece of shit. I can't, I can't defend that at all. Tom's and a I, terrible friend. And look, <laughs> and it, I it would makes, be mad at you. It makes for great radio. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I watched every minute of that episode and I loved it. But it doesn't mean he's a good friend. Hell no. Hell <laughs> to the no. Hell to the no. Uh, so you're oh, you're in a new apartment. Yeah, I'm in a new apartment, and we and, are. Uh, so it's it's the new Matt on Matt Studios. So I don't want to give out your address. Oh man, you're not at. Are you still on Wall Street? No, I'm a block down, block and a oh, half down. Man, I know. Do COVID. You, do your balls <laughs> feel fill with just a little less jism uh, whenever you fill out your return address? Cause you're not writing wall street on it anymore. I always look, knew, I always knew that like you would just get so fucking like turned on and horny every time you wrote your return address down. I just knew it. T- me, me and my roommate Shay, we would always just be like, you know, Matt loves writing wall street on his checks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it fucking is awesome to pull out my driver's license. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's dope. Well, yeah, wall street. Yeah, here's my yeah. You want to check my ID? Cool. Make sure you look at the address too. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty dope. And it's funny because like the outside perception of Wall Street is that oh Wall Street that's where you know like 
the rich people don't live there. The rich people live in like the Hamptons and the North Shore of Long Island. Right. Or, which is you true. Know, which is true. The rich people used to work there. Now there's no banks there and it's all condos for like working people in their thirties. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that there's, there's still the stock exchange down there, isn't it? Yeah. The stock exchange is still there. Um, Deutsche Bank is there for the time being. And then there's some smaller uh, finance firms around. None of the big banks are there anymore. Deutsche's moving uptown. Um, but yeah, Wall Street's a little different than people think it is. Um, but it's still dope as shit. You're right. You're not wrong at all. It was dope as shit to write that shit. Hell still yeah. on my ID. I still yeah. keep that ID as long as I can. Hell yeah. But now I'm uh, down on Hanover. All right. Hanover. Hanover, Hanover Square. Hanover I'm a block, Square. I'm a block uh, east of that Stone Street. Oh, you're closer to Stone Street. Yeah. Stone Street's cool. Stone Street's fun as fuck. I'm right by Harry's. Oh. The Steakhouse. You're, oh, nice. My favorite restaurant in the city. <laughs> Fucking amazing. <laughs> and you're just a block away. Yeah. You know, I've never been. I never, I whenever, the, as long as we were. As long as I was up there, I never went to Harry's with you. We tried a couple we, times, but we they tried were a couple times. Yeah, it was all we always ended up like trying to go on a Sunday yeah. for some fucking reason. Why was, was always, that? It was always just happened to be that we were hanging out. We both had a little scratch at the moment, and we're like, "Want to get a steak?" And you're like, "Fuck yes, let's get a steak." And like, we're going to Harry's, and we're like, "Yeah, we're going to Harry's." And then like, "Oh, it's Sunday." Yes, they don't like making money <laughs> seven days a week. I have blown away by the number of places that are closed at least one day a week in the, in to, New York. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, that used to be a far more common thing. I remember the root seller did that when we lived in San Marcos, and I used to think that that was like so fancy, <laughs> like <laughs> the root seller. Oh they serve they you, their red wine is gato negro <laughs> so good <laughs> oh dude the 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 root cellar was a place we'd go when my parents came to town yes yes <laughs> yes it was fucking rad mm-hmm. although i did go back um after and wasn't really blown away by it yeah, I haven't been there since. Uh, but you know what place was actually really good? And it was also a when the parents come to town type of place. What? Palmer's. Did yes. you ever go to Palmer's? Uh, that's where I had my graduation lunch. Oh, Palmer's is great. Yeah, Palmer's was really awesome. Oh, yeah. They had great my buddy, cocktails. My buddy Devin Finn was about to get a job there, but they were going to make him shave his beard. And he said no. And he was like, why? Because <laughs> it's the archaic rules of Texas restaurants. Yeah. No visible tattoos, no facial hair, no piercings. That's not who we are. Not how we want to present ourselves. When I worked at fucking Mighty Fine in Austin, they had a no visible tattoos policy in Austin. In Austin. And like 90% of the fucking staff had like sleeves, full sleeve tattoos. Yeah. So they had like this, uh, this, they had bought in bulk this big box of like shooting sleeves, you know, like the Kobe Bryant shooting sleeves. Oh my they God. Just had like a box of under armor shooting sleeves in the office that if you forgot yours, you could go back there and grab a shooting sleeve and leave a few dollars in the jar to pay for it. 
so that you could cover up your tattoos. Remember, I hated that place. We had many a conversation about this. You got fired for scooping ice cream wrong. Yeah, yes. I got fired for scooping ice cream incorrectly. This place was a hellhole, dude. That was the worst job I've ever had. And that wasn't... and. That includes the job that almost made me commit suicide in New York City. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh my God. Oh, at least that, was that a at least, nightmare. At least that other job, the you know, the one you just described, at least they were paying you. Oh yeah. That was the upside. <laughs> I find there was no upside. There was it was just like, why am I doing this? <laughs> why did I commit to this? Like, why did <laughs> Amanda Allen, get me this fucking job. (laughs) Her dad was like a high up with the company. What? Okay. That makes sense, I guess. And like, she was like, yeah, dude, just uh, say you're friends with me or something like that. I don't remember exactly how it went down, but she was like, yeah, just say you're friends with me. And I was like, okay. And like two hours later, they're like, hey, you want to come in for an interview? Oh, they had rules for their rules. Holy shit. Like they're, yeah, it was insane. Yeah, but anyway, I like that's what like that's what kind of whenever we whenever this is whenever we lived in Austin like ten years ago, and it was uh, uh I was working at Nordstrom and they were kind of the same way. Oh I, yeah, I, and I worked at Nordstrom, so I worked at Nordstrom inside of a restaurant. Every Nordstrom has a restaurant inside, and we were the cafe bistro, and it was fucking good food. But these people made us wear white chef coats to bus tables. Okay. And only gave us one. Yeah. That's stupid. That's dumb as shit. So I'm at the laundromat every night. Oh. Or, or you know, what I eventually ended up doing was filling a squirt bottle full of bleach and just leaving my shit hanging up and spraying it with bleach every day. Actually, that's a fucking great idea since it's a white coat. I mean, right, right, right. That's really a good idea. But it was. <laughs> it also like two weeks would go by and I wouldn't realize it, and I'd be <laughs> pretty, pretty spicy, spicy butters. <laughs> that's hilarious, spicy so butters. I know spicy butters. Yeah, he's he was just he was just walking around the house a few minutes ago. Went on like a two mile walk. Woo-hoo, pretty spicy after that. The crevices were ripe. Didn't shower yesterday. <laughs> Ooh, put Gross. me in a pot and cook me. By the way, oh, shit. Fucking uh, so sports are sports on sports on sports on sports right now. I was COVID, just about to say. There's basketball. Of sorry. There's basketball. There's there's which we don't care about. And then there's mm. football and hockey and curling was on last night. And baseball. Baseball. They're all fucking going right now, but we're going to cover our two favorites, football and hockey. What do you got to say, Matt? Well, I was going to say, you know, speaking of businesses that are closed on Sunday, the Dallas Cowboys played on Sunday night. <laughs> Ooh, this, you didn't like their performance. I take it. I had some issues. Um, the offense was like had some really good bright spots and then all of a sudden would just sputter out and be completely unimaginative and bullshit. Um, receivers weren't getting open downfield a lot of times, especially on third down. We were abysmal on third fucking down. The receivers weren't getting open downfield on third down, which was forcing Dak to throw dump off passes, which doesn't get you first downs on, on third and long. 
the defensive line was getting fucking manhandled yeah, by the Rams I, offensive I, line. I noticed, I noticed that. I noticed like, their defense was just like, it was like, what's going on? Yeah. It was <laughs> fucking crazy. And then to top it all off, we actually have a chance to win the game, and they call the most ticky-tack, horseshit fucking offensive pass interference on Michael Gallup. And I'm very disappointed. Hyper disappointed Off- in the Dallas Cowboys. Offensive uh, pass interference is always just kind of a mind-blowing penalty to me just in general. It's yeah. like you're telling me the offensive team interfered with the pass. <laughs> They interfered with the defender's ability to defend the pass. Which... That's just so ticky tack and stupid. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't want, I don't want them to defend the pa- the pass. I'm on the offense. <laughs> I agree. It's fucking as as, horseshit. As long as no one's cracking people, as long as no one's breaking kneecaps, it's like, <laughs> get away from me. I'm trying to catch the ball. Yeah, I'm trying to do my fucking job. Like, what You're the trying fuck? To do, my job is to stop you from doing your job so I can do my job. Like, ugh. Oh, it's, and that it's was so, such horse shit. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, I hated that penalty so fucking much. So did the fucking, uh, whoever the dude is that works with Sunday Night Football that does the uh, officiating review thing. Uh-huh. Like, they're in-house counsel for officiant, officiating officiating he was was like no way he was like yeah i don't really see that and chris collinsworth was like yeah neither do i i was (laughs) like fuck well great (laughs) thanks once again the nfl suffers from terrible officiating welcome to today cowboys i mean obviously my thoughts on this are that we're gonna get better because you can't judge any of the teams as to who they're going to become based on the first, I'm going to say two to three weeks of this season. Cause I obviously agree. no off season, no preseason games. I've always thought four preseason games was overkill. Two is kind of the sweet number that you need. Yeah. But, but having none is like, right. fuck. It's, it's like, <laughs> God, what the hell? Yeah. Cause like even in college, college, they don't technically have, preseason games but they have their pre-conference games where you know like ut will play slap dick state college you know right beat the shit out of them and the slap dick state college makes five hundred thousand dollars for showing up it's like um it's just like bite the pillow we're going in dry this season <laughs> yeah get ready <laughs> straight to live game all straight four quarters straight up the pooper just like no spit <laughs> no no <laughs> Like we didn't even kiss. Like, no, we didn't even no dinner, no kissing, no. <laughs> didn't even over. hold hands. We just were like, "Oh my god, we're starting." Like we barely know these people, this person's name. Yeah, and we're going certainly right in. We certainly don't know their last name. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no sure shit don't. But I tell you <laughs> whose last name we do know. Who's that? Uh, Kudobin. That's- yeah, <laughs> I was the hoping fucking, you'd throw one out there. <laughs> well, uh, well, Alexander Radulov. Um, <laughs> he's uh, no. We speaking of speaking of game winning calls, by the way, uh, that are questionable. The Dallas Stars benefited from one in the most epic fucking way last night. I'm getting chills just saying it here and recording, guys. We are headed to the Stanley Cup fucking playoffs for the first time in 20 years. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I feel like I'm 11 years old again or 12 years old. 
I am, I'm just beside myself. I'm so happy. I can't believe that this is real. Honestly, I like, I'm just, uh, so last night, uh, what, what I, what, what I mean by a game winning sort of iffy referee call, there's this, um, hockey has changed a lot since I've played hockey and there's rules now like delay of game. And last night, uh, the Vegas Knights, I, I don't remember the guy's name and I'm not going to Google it right now. Uh, one of the Vegas Knights, uh, guys, uh, in overtime, uh, accidentally, I don't know if it was accidentally, he hit the puck, the puck reflected off of him in a way as such that the puck ended up in the stands, which if you are losing and that happens, if you are losing or it is tied and you do that, that is a delay of game penalty that puts you in the box for two minutes and the other team on power play. And our oh, boys okay. took advantage of it and got that game winning sudden death golden goal. It was the, Oh my God. I like, I was just sitting there with my dad watching it. We couldn't believe it when we saw it there. It was, there was just that split second of, oh, did it go in? You know, you know, when you're yeah. like, you know, when you're like 16 and you wonder, oh, like, is this real? <laughs> Am I really doing this right now? <laughs> and then just, my whole life has ah! gone up to this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God. Not that I, not that I'm comparing losing my virginity to experience with my dad. But uh, <laughs> but um but hey, winning a sports game is it's pretty it, fucking close, especially one as important as this. I mean. It was, I couldn't believe it, man. I'm so excited. Uh, Kudobin is the guy that I, whose name I randomly threw out. He is carrying this team. He's our backup goalie and he is carrying this team on their backs. Look, I'm not going to lie to you guys. The Dallas Stars are a middling fucking team at best. They are an underdog. They, um, in my opinion, it's like they have two personalities, they have two settings. It is like, little league hockey or just the most chaotic fucking aggressive team you've ever seen play in your life. And, and, and it's one or the other. <laughs> um, and, it, and, and they can change on a dime, which is what happened last night. Like there was 10 minutes left in the, in the last quarter where they were down two nothing. And then uh, somebody got one good hit in that uh that stopped a goal from the Vegas Knights that resulted in us getting a goal and then it was just bam they were on they were all over the place when i say that they play chaotically what i mean by that is like you watch teams like the Vegas Knights or the Boston Bruins or Tampa right now and they're so mechanical they can they can pass they can they they, they get way more shots off on net um like watching the Patriots, right? Like they just play perfect it, mechanics. It, it's like a like watching teams like that play. It's it's like watching a thirteen year old on Adderall play Madden. Like it, like it's just you <laughs> don't you would you would think while what by watching them you would just think you don't stand a chance. But the stars come in and they just do their fucking dump and chase method and create as much chaos on the ice as they possibly can anytime they're in the other team's zone. They like, they have all three uh, or even sometimes they get uh, one of their defensemen down in front of the, in front of the opposing net, just swinging sticks, 
jerking dicks, like yeah. just like <laughs> fucking getting it done and create and distracting everybody. I mean, every goal last night was that they made was made because the goal the they distracted the goalie of the other team. <laughs> look it over here. Look over here. Look over here. You know what? I'm 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 being I'm wrong on I'm wrong on that. The game winning goal was a really fucking pretty slap shot. But the other two goals that res- that resulted in us going into overtime were just like complete chaos. It was just like <laughs> like that's literally what it looked like. It, it, man, I'm so happy. I, I I can't believe I can't believe how far they've come. I mean, you have to consider this team has been through so much. We don't have Ben Bishop on the ice. He's our he's our starting goalie, who's really just incredible. We've got this our backup guy Kudobin, who who has cemented himself as one of the great all time Dallas Stars goalies as a backup. And we don't even and we don't technically have a head coach. Our our head coach is the back was the assistant coach because Monty got fucking fired for being a boozer. <laughs> uh, before the before the season started, or maybe it was in the middle of the kind of the beginning of the because you know the season was kind of starting and then it shut down. Yeah, you, you remember, and then he got fired kind of in that beginning part of the season. And when, when they came back, man, the stars just looked like a mess. It looked like little league hockey out there. But now, now they're fucking getting it done, and I'm so happy. If you are in the Dallas area, you need to be wearing green for the next week. You need to be out there supporting our boys. We're going to get this done, but they're going to come back. Oh, I'm not going to say it. I'm getting, I'm about to fucking start crying. Yeah. Just knock on wood. (laughs) You're fucking keep your wits about you. My friend, keep your wits about you. My friend, (laughs) (laughs) don't say anything too early. Yeah, I know. We, I just, I'm so, I'm so happy. It's, it's like that. It's like that feeling whenever you're a kid and you win. I mean, when, last time the, the the stars were in the championship, my hockey team was in our league's championship, and um, so I have so many memories like tied to that, um, and it just brings you back, and it really kind of just solidifies how great sports are. I never thought I'd be mm-hmm. saying this on the podcast, y'all. I'm not a huge sports fan, but like, man, this is just, this is like in our DNA. It's tribal. I'm fucking psyched. Yeah, bro. I mean, I fucking I'm with you all the way. When the Astros won the World Series a couple of years ago, and they cheated, I, but yeah. Hey, everybody cheats in baseball. Hey, the um, Dallas Stars cheated for their fucking championship. They <laughs> Brett, Brett Hull was absolutely in the crease. <laughs> but I know I'm. What I'm saying is, I'm with you. It's like, it's, it's an indescribable feeling that yeah. You know, comparing it to sex or comparing it to this and that, it's its own thing. Like it's like altruistic. There's yeah. no, there's no dump happening. It's just fucking joy. Yeah, pure, straight up, unadulterated euphoria. Yeah. Anyway, how about That's this? It's fucking great. I'm gonna watch. How about we check this shit out? Check this shit out. So we've curated a few. Well, Matt curated them. Matt's really good at finding this shit online but we got some really gnarly fucking clips for you this week guys so, and like, as we do we'll play yeah. the audio here we'll discuss it and then we'll post it on our twitter page after the fact <laughs> this shit's great bro all right so um this this first one 
comes from strangest videos online. It looks like they're in some mountain range. I don't know. It looks like South America or something. I, I don't know why I think that, but I just feel like there's probably a lot less regulations down there. So that yeah, things like that this could happen. Guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, no judgment. No judgment. No, no moral judgment. Oh my God. It's just you can't get away with this kind of thing in the United States anymore. Um, no, you cannot. Uh, what we've got is we got a white guy on a zip line going across a ravine, a very deep ravine. And I just want you guys to listen to what you think is going on. Smoking. It's smoking. I'm not, is that a human making that noise? No, that is a uh, fucking capon on wire. <laughs> but it sounds like a man. Oh, yeah. Hey. Dumb. <laughs> oh, he stopped. He stopped. You hear him breathing. <laughs> Yo, that thing is ripped to shreds. And he looks down. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Oh, this is a nightmare. You're literally watching a nightmare. The problem with this video is that there's no real resolution to it. Yeah, we have no clue what happened to this guy. (laughs) He was able to upload the video, so there's that. Or someone was able to upload the video. Um. So what we got here is a guy going down a zip line, but the zip line is broken and his carabiner is just scraping across the metal wire. Um, it's one of oh. the scariest things I've ever seen. It's from strange videos online at strangest MP4 uh, on Twitter. I highly recommend that you go check this out. I'm just retweeting it right now. If you follow us on Matt on Matt podcast, you uh, at Matt on Matt pod on Twitter you will be able to see this video as well. Um, check it out, man. It's fucking terrifying. I love this shit. I love watching videos where things go wrong. One of my favorite things to watch is uh, news bloopers. I don't have any today. <laughs> but uh, this, you know, things just go yeah. horribly wrong. Now, I'm going to bust out a surprise video for you as well. And oh, you see yeah. this. It's the... Oh, dude, this... What's the caption say? It says, uh, the caption was something like, bruh. The you... Huh? It says, missed the runway. Oh, I was talking about the other one. It was like, your first thought was to record. That's that so what we're witnessing right now is a plane that landed in the fucking ocean. And this person, whoever they are, is recording the entire time. Is she's recording? They they are recording. I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but they are recording from the plane going into the water. The water coming into the plane, which is what really freaked me out, was when I saw water coming at their feet. Then they put on their life jackets and they're getting out the door. And, and then the video just cuts oh, off. Yeah, like we just watched two people that could be dead. They uploaded the video. Okay. 
I, somebody <laughs> uploaded the video. They might not have uploaded the video. It might have been their families. And like, this is the last moments of us, sweet baby's life. <laughs> That'd be an odd way to mourn. Hey, you know, everybody does it in their own way, bro. <laughs> so that so that is um, on a TikTok. So oh. check out LA, T- LA Troll, at LA Troll on TikTok, L-A-T-R-O-L. That really looks like, I, I can't confirm this, but it's, if they really did miss the runway, that looks like when you're flying into Kauai and in Hawaii, the runway is right on the water. So when you're going to land, it looks like you're going to land in the water. Oh, my God. So I can't confirm or deny that that's where that was, but it looks exactly like that, and it's the same kind of feeling when you're going down towards the runway. It's rough, man. <laughs> it is rough. Uh, so now that we've um, watched some snuff films, uh, we're going to hear from uh, – we're going to – you know, we, we're trying to – look, I'm not saying we're trying to steer away or steer towards the political conversations anymore – I'm just kind of saying that I'm tired of hearing, you know, the everyday political takes. So we're going to hear from um, uh, two different people from two different aisles. I don't know what aisles or rows or parties they're in. We're just going to say opposite ends of the spectrum because this is about as opposite as it gets. Um, and this is uh, this is coming from Taylor Lorenz. This is Taylor Lorenz is not in this video. They just posted this video. Um. And we're going to hear from a vegan. I don't really know what that, I don't know. That's all I remember about what she says. This is a, so this vegan that we're hearing from, she has a t-shirt on, like a long t-shirt, long sleeve t-shirt. She's about my mom's age, about 65 years old. Um, I just outed my mom's age. Sorry, mom. Uh, Well, you're 32, so people are going to figure at least. Um, uh, her her shirt says vegan because I give a shit oh Matt do you give a shit nope not about veganism (laughs) no organ donor cards but this year for the first time in my life I have decided not to sign it and here's why we missed the important part I realized the importance of signing our organ donor cards just talk about but this year For the first time in my life, I have decided not to sign it. And here's why. I realize how despicable society is. How many evil people are out there, especially since coming to TikTok even more so. And I've decided that there's no way on earth that I want any of you to ever get my organs if I die. The only people I would ever want would be vegan animal rights activists because I will give those organs to those people and I know they will not be murdering animals to put into that body that would have been saved. The rest of you will just continue to live and keep murdering animals. So I just wanted to let you know that it's really disappointing, but it's come to this. Hey, you know what? Fuck you, lady. I don't want your fucking malnourished, protein-depleted, piece-of-shit, withering grapes-on-a-vine organs anyway. Go fuck your mother. No, nah, man, I, I'm with her. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Hillary Clinton, I'm with her. <laughs> okay, I, bro, you want to go get a steak? <laughs> n- well, no, I, I'm not. Look, I'm not with her. I, I wouldn't include... Uh, I, I don't want these motherfuckers taking my organs. 
I don't want <laughs> any of these people down here in Texas. There's too, it's too likely that it's going to go to, you know, one of these people that doesn't know how to tip. Um, <laughs> they good fucking don't, point. They don't deserve a kidney, brother. No, <laughs> not mine. You can have <laughs> Joe Slapdicks who agrees with you. <laughs> so I'm kind of I'm kind of on her t- on her t- on her team a little bit. I understand that she's a fucking lunatic and that she's complaining about um, internet trolls animals. <laughs> well, my favorite part is when she complains about getting on TikTok and realizing <laughs> how bad the world is based on TikTok. You didn't already know? It took TikTok? You're that much of an optimist that it took fucking TikTok to let you know <laughs> that the world is a piece of shit hellhole. <laughs> the world is full of shitheads? Like- <laughs> What are you fucking talking about, lady? Who are you? You don't deserve privileges. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to follow her, she's at that vegan teacher on TikTok. Oh, and she's um, a teacher. Woof. Can you imagine well, having her as a teacher? I have a feeling she teaches at a very small private school. This is a very good point. <laughs> a Montessori kind of yes. something or another. <laughs> I don't I don't think she's at a, I don't I don't think she's in a public school. I don't think no. you're allowed. You're allowed. Can you? But can you imagine? No, her at a public school in Texas <laughs> or Florida or some shit like that. Anywhere, really. Anywhere. Like, like, like anywhere. She'd do great in like, Portland. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's about the only spot. Maybe Seattle. <laughs> but even in Seattle, they're like, "Look, we're all fucking rich. Like, shut up, lady. <laughs> we're all in with Microsoft here, haven't you right. heard?" Right. <laughs> and so now we're going to hear from another gentleman. This is a much shorter clip, but um, you know, he's just got some different ideas. Hey, I'm over here getting loaded, and I unloaded, and I am getting ready to head back to the house after I am done. You women have a good day, and let's do the challenge. Let's see them nipples. <laughs> no. I'm over here getting loaded, and I unloaded. <laughs> Where is he sitting is what I don't know. It looks like he's in a car, but on a tarmac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like on a, <laughs> in a bus on a runway, <laughs> like, and he just he's- got loaded. Like he's at the airport, <laughs> but he's also in a Ford Explorer. Like well, he got hammered and he took a shit and he wants to see your nipples. And now, in which you know, if there's something that I can really get behind politically, it's I gotta I want to see them nipples, ladies. Hey, you know what? With the way politics is going, with the way the world is going, the only thing that can save us right now is a good nipple. Just any nipple, any nipple, bad nipple, medium nipple, inverted, any nipple, Audi nipples, skin tone, uh, fucking uh, tootsie roll nipples. Just show your nipples. You know what? Our our email is at madonmatpod at gmail dot (laughs) com. Send us your nipples, along with a photo of your ID saying that you're above eighteen years old. Yes, yeah, of course. I don't think we have any children listeners. Um, I I didn't even think about that But yeah, sure Don't If you're a kid listening to this Don't fucking send us your nipples But hey, anyone else And and men and women Because we can't be sexist We can't be creeps We have to take it from men and women I'm down to see some man nipples 
They're useless. And by the way, this does not mean we're going to show you our nipples. We just want to see your nipples. Oh, yeah. You ain't seeing this shit. No, it's, that's embarrassing. I'm fat. I don't want to show you my nipples. Yeah, get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. Uh, so those are the clips for the day. Check that shit out. Love it. We're all going to die. It's our only guarantee. Just the best of time. I suggest you listen to me. It's the Matt on Matt podcast. Recommend Recommendsies, everybody. What do you got? I got. I got a good one. I got a fucking good one. Let's hear it. Look, I understand. I'm always telling you guys to get in there and watch some new superhero TV show. But guess what, guys? There's another great superhero TV show out there. (laughs) The Boys on Amazon. Season two is out. They are four episodes deep. They released the first three all at once, and now they're doing a weekly drip of releasing uh, eight episodes of this second season. Uh, for those of you that are, aren't familiar with The Boys, it is based off of a, com- a Dark Horse comedy book, comedy book, comic book, uh, <laughs> by, by, Garth, by Garth Ennis. Um, and I'm going to go out on a limb, Matt. You know, what the, the old adage is the book is always better than the movie. Yeah. Not the case in this in this scenario. Interesting. Now, the the movie in this case or the TV show, um, granted, um, in a movie, you only have two hours to kind of tie things up. But what they've done is ch- taken the characters and change them in such interesting and human ways that I think that it tells the conceit, the initial idea of the books better than the books actually tell them. Um, okay. Which is this. The boys, the titular boys, are a team that are backed secretly by the CIA of people who take down superheroes who get out of line now in this world there's about 200,000 people with superpowers in all over the world that we know about they have superpowers from the times they're kids and they at the beginning of the show it's believed that um god grants them these powers that that it's just like this miracle that happens but you know, slight spoiler. That's not the case. Okay. Um, and it, um, so the boys step in and use blackmail, uh, murder, um, lots, of, lots of blackmail, lots of blackmail in order to keep these superheroes in check. Because Matt, think about a superhero. Uh-huh. Thinking about a superhero. Think. Imagine you just had superpowers one day. Dope. Eleven maybe inch. Not, dick. Maybe not you. Maybe not you. Imagine, because uh. because I'm not. I'm about to not pay compliments. Oh, okay. look, look. Think about Superman. He's just this clean cut dude who always does the right thing. Mm-hmm. Never gets boners. Mm-hmm. Like never, like I mean, he's romantically involved with Lois Lane, but we never really see John like, Cena. He, he sure, yes, he's the John Cena. He's just he's too much. 
that's not the way it would fucking play out, man. These people no. hit these people have hormones, they have sex drives, some are gay, some are straight, some are sociopaths. <laughs> so what they've done is there's a bunch of like they basically have created like a like a janky version of the Justice League, and everyone on it is pretty much a total scumbag and a, <laughs> and a complete lunatic. And they end up telling this incredible, like very humanistic story through these through these fantastical as fuck like memes. And it's really just it's done so well in the books. I feel like a lot of things are really kind of edgy for the sake of being edgy. Um, uh, like there's, you know, there's a big event involving nine 11 where they make, where the superheroes screw up and make nine 11 way worse than it actually was. And they actually kind of, they don't touch on nine 11 in the show, but they do take that event and do it so much better on the TV show than in the books. And I just, I fucking love it. It's hard to talk about it without spoiling it because it's like the books did this and then the show did this instead. But I just highly recommend you guys check this out. Uh, It's so, it just tells you so much about, it's like, what if you were Superman? Would you really be that good of a guy? Why would you, why would you be a good guy if you were Superman? Wouldn't make any sense. I mean, the, the main character, there's like, so there's the titular boys who are like the main main character, but they're a team. In my mind, the main character is really the big bad villain, which is the superhero stand-in known as Homelander. He is like Captain America and um, uh, Superman and Jeffrey Epstein all rolled into one fucking Jesus Christ person. Like he is, and maybe Jeff Epstein's not a good because he's not a pedophile, but. But he's just a fucking well. He but he is. He does commit like a lot of sexual assault, <laughs> and um, God because damn. he can just get away with it. In fact, all the superheroes commit some sexual. Is assault. he like Superman of Bill Cosby? Yes, that's a better. Yes, that's better. That's a better fucking like uh, uh, analogy. It's 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 in his journey so far. Because at first it starts off and it's just like, man, this guy is a fucking asshole. And there's no, it's just kind of seems, it seems just like he's an asshole for no reason. But then you learn about how he was raised and how he got to where he's at and why, and why he's so afraid and why he's been holding back this whole time. Because that's another thing you learn is that he has been holding back while committing all these awful atrocities and like letting children die and kill and committing mass murder and doing all this stuff and getting away with it. God damn. So, but it's the boy's job to fucking take him down and keep him or, and, or keep him in check. So check it out guys. It's on Amazon. If you haven't um, watched the first season, do so. I mean, it's, it's, I couldn't stop watching it. I started it and just went through it in a day and in, in a day and a half. It's, it's worthy. It's super binge, binge worthy. And now they're dividing up the, the second half of the, of the uh, second season into 
episodic weekly release. Oh, okay. Well, that's dope. Check um, it out. My recommendsies this week is going to come to you in the form of Cobra Kai. Netflix. Cobra Kai. Netflix, which started out as a YouTube premium show. And then when YouTube premium decided to stop producing series, um, it was picked up by Netflix. It was such a huge mm. hit. It's very creative. Another show kind of fell by the wayside with that. A show called Wayne was a YouTube premium original, which is legitimately one of the best new TV shows I've seen in a long, long time. Any uh, two double recommendies here. Go mm. on YouTube. Check out Wayne. One season. It's out fucking standing all right just absolutely phenomenal show but cobra kai is my subject for today cobra kai of course you know based on the karate kid johnny <laughs> lawrence is down on his luck he's divorced he's mm. got a kid that he's kind of estranged from mm. and meanwhile daniel larusso has gone on to become a very successful car dealership owner <laughs> <He's> and, <laughs> I've seen the first episode. It's it's funny what they did with Daniel LaRusso. Yeah. He's, kind of, <laughs> he's become this big shit hot dog motherfucker. And Johnny Lawrence decides he's going to reopen Cobra fucking Kai. He's bringing it back to the Valley. They're going to take the All-Valley Championship. And he's going to do all this to shove it up Daniel LaRusso's fucking ass. And guess who's got a big problem with that? Daniel LaRusso. I and bet he does. <laughs> the show's really great. Season one's really good. It's got some fucking, like, just out-of-this-world hysterical moments. The kind of uh, flip-flop that they do with the two is outstanding. And mm -hmm. I the shit's funny as shit. Um, season two's out now. Season two, which is now featuring our boy. And I say our boy because we're both fat actors. Mm. Paul Walter Hauser. Love the guy. He's occupying our space in Hollywood for the one fat guy that can be in movies. We got to take uh, him out. We got to take him out. Got to get him Twitter. skinny. <laughs> yeah, I got to get him skinny. He's going to get, we got to get him to have the weight loss surgery. So then we, 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 we got to, we got to get him signed up with Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Pump well, full of steroids. Damn, you see Paul Walter Hauser now? He's looking great. Yeah. <laughs> He'll never be in another movie again. That's what happens when fat guys lose weight. They never yep. work again. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask Billy Bob from Varsity Blues. Oh. Uh, oh, poor bastard. So anyway, um, show's fucking great. I highly suggest everybody watch it. I don't want to give away too much because there's there's some really good builds of the characters. But sure. essentially, I mean, you're seeing the playing field kind of flip. Right, right. In the underdog's no longer the underdog. The underdog right. is... You know, he goes from being the fucking Boston Red Sox, and now he's the New York Yankees. Well, shit, man. You know, I will say this. Within the first episode, you're watching grown men beat up teenagers, so it's super great. <laughs> You've got to watch it, guys. <laughs> Hell yes. If there's anything I love more, there's nothing I love more than watching men beat up kids. Especially teenagers, because teenagers are scary. Oh, yeah. Fucking I mean, youths. I don't fuck with youths. <laughs> I see fucking teenagers walking down the fucking sidewalk in New York City. I go to the other side of the fucking street. I'm not <laughs> fucking with like, teenagers. I don't want to be made fun of. I don't want to, I don't want all of my insecurities to be shouted at me on the street. Hey, yo, you <laughs> fat piece of shit. Yeah. Well, he's got he's, what's that? What's that John Mulaney bit? He's got <laughs> feminine hips. Look at that high-waisted man. He's got <laughs> feminine hips. 
no, that's what I'm sensitive about. <laughs> One of my favorite bits of all time. It's so fucking funny and so true. Fuck kids. I don't know how you're going to go teach high school, dude. I'm uh, that's so different. scared. You can, you can give them detention in high school. That's true. You can do that for sure. <laughs> All right, speaking of high school, don't at me, bro, 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 don't at me, listen, I'm not going to name where I went to high school, but I went to a private high school and they keep texting me asking for donations. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Not something I ever thought existed. Yeah, because you went to public school and you don't understand. Yes. You don't you don't get that uh I don't know. They don't your school is not used to launder money. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's not used. Not by that the that's Catholic going Church. on. Not that that's going on anymore. Um uh at my at the school that I went to. But, uh, man, it's just the thing is, so I posted about this on Facebook and then heard back from a lot of people that I haven't really spoken to since I was in high school. Um, uh, and we all are on pretty much the same page of like, yeah, kind of fuck that place a little bit, a little, <laughs> little tiny bit, a little, little tiny bit, uh, mainly just because my main point uh, in terms of the texting is just like, that is such a tacky way to ask. <laughs> you want to get money yep. from me fucking call me yeah send me a letter give, give me, me something pitch. in return give me a pitch you're gonna text me you're gonna like like that's a step away from hitting me up on venmo on un- <laughs> like 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 like, like <laughs> unsolicited or un you know what i mean like you just get a venmo request out of nowhere <laughs> from somebody from your yeah. high school from your, from your, yeah, from your chemistry teacher that told you you were wasting tuition money on you because you have a seventy-eight and the semester's not over yet. God, oh not that I'm God. not not that I'm mad about it. Still, um, <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's like have some tact. If you're gonna text me. Get out of here. Get right. away from me. Delete my number. <laughs> you know, lose it. And, but the other thing is, is that I don't want to be super, I don't want to go super fucking butters on anyone anymore um, because it's not a very nice thing, not a good way to operate in society. And the last time I did it uh, was to the Bernie Sanders campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I think you talked about that on the air. <laughs> they kept sending me texts asking for money. And I just said, I'm going to buy a ticket, fly to New York and break quarantine and ruin your life if you ever text me again. <laughs> I don't want to say that to the people at my high school because I actually look a lot of people that I that I heard from yesterday really had a lot of neg like a lot of negative things to say about our school, and I don't have that. I'm a straight white man, so pretty much private school is my natural habitat. Um, <laughs> it's where I, we thrive. Uh, there were ups and downs at that place, like at any school, but I mean, it was just school to me. Um, it was tough as fuck. It was really difficult, but, but it was like, whatever. Um, so yeah, don't, don't text people asking for money. Like don't, don't write, 
just say I'm right, Matt. Just say yes, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Thank you. That's all I want. You're absolutely right. That's I, all I want. Guy, guy that I went to high school with is a pillhead, and he's constantly like texting people asking them for thirty dollars so he can get his <laughs> tire fixed or something. I was there for you with you one night when that happened. Yeah. You 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 turned to me and you just we were recording. We were set. We were getting ready to record this, and you turned to me and you were just like. This guy I went to high school with just asked me for $30 on Facebook. Yeah. That's amazing. We're not going to put his name out there because he's having a huff, he's a rough time. Hey, man. But it's like, a, it's, a, it's a terrible disease addiction. It is. But Jesus, when, you, when you're on the other end of that fucking text, it's like, whoa. Oh, <laughs> this shit's real. I do remember I was, you know, kind of in between things at that point whenever that's whenever he messaged you that and you were like i you were thinking about giving him some money you were you were really like you you were really like i you know maybe he is in trouble i haven't spoken to this guy in so long and then i just i did have the thought of can i ask matt for money (laughs) (laughs) you actually can ask me for money (laughs) not a whole lot because it's covid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you need a few bucks here or there give me a shot <laughs> can, can, that's an option <laughs> never, never even considered doing that anyway what, what, so don't at me high school don't fucking text me asking me for money get out of here what do you got don't at me conservative media saying new york is dead New York is not dead. Do you know anything about the history of this fucking city? 9-11 didn't kill it. The 80s didn't kill it. Crack didn't kill it. The 70s didn't kill it. The fucking British didn't kill it. Nothing AIDS. Kill- AIDS didn't kill it. Thank you. Thank you. Good addition. Nothing kills New York. The only yeah. thing that'll kill New York is New York. Okay? And that's only when New York decides it wants to die. And that ain't today, baby, because the money's still rolling. Everything's still flying. New York is New York, and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. You go on Fox News, and they're talking about how, oh, the streets are cesspools with, of crime, and it's a shooting gallery. And if you step outside your apartment, it's needles and poop and guns, and none of that is true. <laughs> Not a single fucking bit of that is true. I'm on the ground. I'm boots on the ground in this great town I love to call my home. And mm-hmm. it is not fucking true. Yeah, sure. Maybe it's gotten a little, you know, worse out in some of the outer borough neighborhoods. You know the kind I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> I don't know that that's even true. I don't, yeah. I, like, okay, yeah. I concede that crime is up. Yeah. But for New York, crime being up, means there's crime. Right. Because there wasn't fucking crime before. Right. <laughs> right. There wasn't it like it was like the one of the safest places in the world whenever I yeah. lived there. It's like shootings up 100%. That means there was one shooting. <laughs> murders up I don't 200%. Know about that, yeah. that means there were two murders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the city is All fucking right. great right now, okay? Weather's fucking fantastic. The outdoor dining scenario is working out really well. They've done a lot to help restaurants and letting us use bus lanes and shit. Yeah. Um, Yeah, sure, you can't go to the garden and see a fucking concert. You can't go to a movie theater. That's fucking fine. That'll all come back with time. Right. It's all good. New York is fine. 
absolute. Does our mayor suck? Absolutely. Bill de Blasio is a piece of trash. Hey, that's part of the, the, that's a rite of passage. Yes. <laughs> New York yes. mayors always suck. They're the worst. <laughs> They're the worst. And even the ones that were good did horrible things. Right. Look at Mike Bloomberg. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy Giuliani was technically a great mayor. But holy shit, the things he did to get crime down were questionable at best. At best. And <laughs> racist at worst. Yeah, a racist so, <laughs> at nine in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, fucking New York City will never die until it decides it wants to die. And that day ain't today. New York's not dead. Stop listening to conservative media. They're lying to you. It's all bullshit. Don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. You heard it here first. You did not hear it from Jerry Seinfeld first. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, there's another clip I sent you of a guy making the same point that you that you that you made. You want to play that? That's too long. It's a minute. Oh yeah. It's that guy walking down the street. He's just like, "What are we gonna do? I'm so scared. It's so there's, terrible. There's people eating ice cream over there." <laughs> People are eating dinner. Oh no, more people getting dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, are some things rougher than they were? Of course. What did you fucking expect from a global pandemic? And then the fucking, you know, it's just it is what it is. Some things aren't as good as they used to be. Did I move into this giant apartment because rents went way down? You bet your sweet fucking tits I did. But New York is fine. I promise New York is fucking fine. It'll be back. It'll be back to normal in a year. Yeah, easy. You guys are further along than us. Yeah, and it's, you know. recovery. We are, but, you know, at the expense of a lot of things, you know, obviously our shutdown was stringent. Yeah. Ours should be. I agree. I think if everybody would take it as seriously as New York took it for just a couple of weeks. Six weeks. If we, Yeah, it would be over. Yeah, but, you know. But everyone's blah, 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 a fucking blah, blah, moron. Blah, here we are. 70% of the <laughs> fucking people in this state are fucking idiots, and I fucking hate all of you. Um, anyway, let's end this on a positive <laughs> note. Uh, the Dallas Stars. Go Stars. Go Stars. Uh, uh, I think. I think that's it. Is that it? That's it. That's all we got for you today. You can follow me on all my social media at Matt Beery 06. Follow me on Twitter at Twitterfield. Follow me on Instagram at Matters. Check out MattButterfield.net. Email us at MattOnThatPod at gmail.com. Um, follow us yeah. on Twitter at MattOnThatPod. Pod. Uh, I think that's it. That's it for us. Uh, love seeing you. Love seeing your face. Love seeing all you right. get all emotional about the stars. Yeah. Nice. And I love all of you people out there listening, Tom and Stephanie. <laughs> Donna and Scott. Colin. 50 episodes, baby. Colin. 50, five, zero. Five, zero. All righty. Adios, fuckers.